welcome to Dear College Kids. I'm your host, Jessica, and on this podcast, we give advice and tips and tricks to help you get through college. Going to college is more than an acceptance letter. After mom and dad drop you off is when the real work starts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to today's episode. We are going to be talking about dating in college. We are going to be giving you advice on how to pick up dates, how to deal with boys or girls, whatever floats your boat. These are your hosts, Jessica and Lucas. Welcome back. We have an announcement. I have created an Instagram page. The username is Dear College Kids. Go check us out and follow us. We will be recording our podcast on video this week. So make sure to go look out for some videos of bloopers or funny things that we say that don't get included in the episode on Spotify. This episode is probably best not to listen with young children. We'll give this a PG-13 slash rated R episode. So just a quick little story time. I had to have a very difficult conversation with somebody that I was attracted to because we had a snap streak and we were snapping back and forth. But because I am very attracted to him, I had to tell him, hey, man, because of this, I don't think we should Snapchat anymore. But I don't want to lose you as a friend. That's how it went, basically. And he was like, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I only see you as a friend, but I don't want to lose this friendship, and I still want you to come hang out. And I was like, my feelings aren't hurt. I'm not upset. And you have never led me on. I just find you super attractive. That's what it was. And it was a very mature conversation, actually. It was probably one of the most mature college boy conversations that I've ever had. And we didn't burn any bridges. It was perfectly fine. We'll see what happens when I see him in person. So I went on Yik Yak. I said, college dating advice? Question mark. And there were lots of people that wanted to get in on the conversation. Majority of the replies were don't. Don't date in college. Still haven't figured that out yet. Still wondering if you can date here. We're going to talk a little bit about why we think that is. Nobody gave any, like, context to their answer, but I want to hear from you why you think everybody says don't date in college. I would say people say don't date in college just because college is a very, it's the first four years of your life that you're, like, independent. So I feel like most people think come out of high school and, okay, I'm free from my parents. So then why would you come to college and take away your freedom by sharing it with someone else or like kind of joining another relationship? I think personally at Radford, though, people say that because we go to a school of like 7,500, 8,000 people and there are seven point something, whatever billion people in this world. So the chances you find your soulmate here at Radford are slim to none. Yeah, I can vouch for that. Very slim to none chances. I've given it my best shot. And... (laughs) What is best shot? My best shot is the bare minimum. (laughs) Hey, I like your tattoos. I tried. This whole podcast is just Lucas flaming me. (laughs) Well, okay. One reason that I think people say don't date in college is very similar to yours is that this is like a very transitional stage in our lives and every day 
something new happens or something changes in your life. And it's very hard to keep consistent with a relationship. There's like, oh, well, now that I'm a junior, I don't want to start dating somebody because in less than a year, I'm going to be gone and moving on to be an actual adult and doing my own thing. But I can't date you over the summer because we live four hours away from each other or whatever the case may be. I think that people are just like not wanting to get into something committed when they have like so many pivotal like life-changing experiences or things happening in their lives. One of the most important things to think about when coming into college is that hooking up is a lot more common. People like to have casual relationships without any commitment, and it's a lot about being able to feel free to move on whenever you please and have that freedom of just, I can hook up with you, but next weekend I don't have to think of you and I can find somebody else because I'm just having a good time and I don't have to hold myself back from anything or anyone. It it really could. I mean, we're just in a place in your life where when when you get to college... Or you could see like four or five hundred people a night and you go out the next weekend and you see three, four, five hundred new people that you don't even know. So it's like it's one of those things where you're seeing and meeting so many people. And then when you get into the real world, you don't have that much interaction with people. Oh, it's like, what do I do for a relationship? All right, well, I've got workplace or I can hop on like Christian Mingle or some shit. I don't know. I think that plays a role in it. The fact that there's so many people here that it's like just because you meet one and you're like, oh, I really like them. It's like you could meet someone the next weekend and you're like, you know what? I like them better. A great place to find a date is in the classroom. Not only will you have something in common with that person, but you also have a good excuse to talk to them because you're in a class with them. I haven't done it yet, but it's there. (laughs) You might have good luck. I'm just saying. I feel like when you say in the classroom, I would almost see it as more of like the people you're in class with. You're in class with people and then you see them out, whether it's like in the dining hall on campus or in another class or whether you're at a party. That's when you look at them and you're like, oh, my gosh, you're in this class. Like you don't really care, (laughs) but it's kind of the end to talk to them. Like they probably know you're in the class because they sit right next to you. But then you're like, oh, my gosh, I think you're in this class. Yeah. It gives you the in. Because if you see them out, you can be like, hey, if you ever want to do homework together, slide them your number. If you ever want to hang out, study together. And then it could lead to something more. Exactly. Yep. How many times has that worked? None. <laughs> no, the, no time. The silence is so loud. <laughs> no, but I, I do think that's a good. Uh, it, it helps being being able to have that connection, even though I mean, like, even if it's not just like a major connection, if it's just like that simple like entry into talking to someone. Yeah, one time I tried. I was sitting next to this guy, and he had a bunch of tattoos, and his name was Hunter. Shout out, Hunter. I love you. (laughs) I sat next to him in my history class and I was like, hey, I really like your tattoos. And he was like, thanks. Yours are cool, too. And that was it. And we sat next to each other for the entire semester and he didn't say a word to me. Sometimes I'd be like, hey, you have any plans this weekend? How's it going? Nothing. No, this is funny because I've been wildly single my entire college career viciously viciously single 
I did have a I did have a talking stage for a while, but he got back with his ex. So first, I want to ask Lucas a question. I want to get his opinion on what his definition of dating is. Dating is. I think dating is when you and a person are exclusive with one another, but I also feel like dating is kind of taking a different approach nowadays. People have now gotten to the point where it's like you talk to each other. There's like a talking phase, which personally I think is really stupid. You talk to each other for like three months to find out if you're compatible. And then they either just like ghost one another or continue or like make it official. But I think that's dumb because I feel like that's kind of what dating is supposed to be. That's funny because like when you like go through the talking stage, it's sort of like becoming your best friend like you're supposed to be dating your best friend you know so i feel like the talking stage is really important i mean like talking talking is okay it's just the fact that there are people who will be like oh like we were talking and it's like <laughs> like people will people will, like talk to each other or like be having sex or like doing every single thing you would do while dating they just won't call it dating so that i feel like when they either A, lose interest in somebody or, like, B, something goes wrong. They're like, oh, well, we were never dating. We were just talking. And it's like... Mm. Yeah, also the talking stage, like, it's funny because for me, in the talking stage, you're supposed to be, like, getting to know that person and figure out if you want to date him, like you said. But for other people, it might mean, like, oh, well, we're just talking so I can, like, meet new people or meet other people or hook up with other people during that talking stage. And that sort of cancels out the whole point of like talking to get to know each other to start dating so i get it i also think it's kind of just like it depends what i don't want to say like style of dating you're looking to do but there are people who it's like oh like you want to they'll people will ask people on a date but then there are people who just talk for months and then get together but i feel like there are people who use dates as like a way to get to know somebody but i don't think that's very common anymore not a lot of people I feel like not a lot of people are straight up just like, hey, do you want to go on a date? Oh, do you want to come over? Oh, do you want to, like, go do this together because we're talking and I like you and I think you'd be a good person to do it with, but they just, like, won't call it a date? I just feel like that's kind of weird. I have only gone on, like, one official date date since I started college. Mm. It's so chill these days. People are so, like, nonchalant, just, hey, want to come over and, like, watch a movie? And that's, like, a date. Yeah. Or even just, like, I personally know people where they could totally get into a relationship with what they've done as, quote-unquote, dates. It's just like, oh, hey, do you want to come over and smoke some weed? (laughs) It's like, sure. And then they hang out for an hour while smoking, and then... And then I'm assuming at some point they end up, like, hooking up with that person. So then it just becomes like, oh, do you just want to come chill? And then, like, they just end up getting themselves into dating. But There's also some people who think, like, hooking up before dating. (laughs) See if they can, like, hook up with them regularly if they were dating. So, like, you got to test the waters before you jump in. Dip a toe in. What's your favorite dating app? I don't use dating apps, and I never have, but my all my buddies use dating apps, so, and I find it really, really, really entertaining to message the people they connect with, because they either don't do it, or B, they just, 
like don't have anything to say. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give you an example of <laughs> something that I've used as my pickup line on a dating app, and you have to either give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So I matched with this guy who is on the cross-country team, Yikes. and in his bio... Red flag. Continue. He was tall, though. Red flag, though. Okay, but in his bio, he said, do you want an athlete? <laughs> so... I have a very I have a vendetta against cross country runners, for no reason whatsoever. I just like hate them. So Sorry anyway, if there's any cross country runners listening? There's not. <laughs> oh thank goodness! Wow. So anyway, um, he's a D one athlete. So I was very forward, very straightforward because I think that's what people like. Just like getting it out there, being blunt, being honest. So the first thing I said was, "Want to make D one babies? <laughs> what do you think?" <laughs> You He's giving a thumbs down. You, you can't see it, but the thumbs go down. <laughs> oh goodness, Jessica. Okay. See, I'll I'll give you points because what I always like whenever I message someone for friends, I always look in their profile because I feel like on dating apps, people probably see enough of like just like either hey or like what's up or just some stupid pickup line that has like nothing to do with them. But I think it's funnier when you include something about them. But you can't be too like, oh, you're the only 10 I see. So the D1 thing was good. I feel like you like took something from his bio and you were like included it in the pickup line. But not the baby's part. <laughs> I don't know. Some guys like that, though. I feel like some guys would be like, yeah, for sure. I'm free in five. And then he would run over to your place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, for sure. I'm sprinting there right now. <laughs> Actually, I'm on a run already. Be yeah. there in two. Yeah. <laughs> so unlike me and my pickup lines on Tinder, another piece of advice that we would like to give you is to just be chill, nonchalant, and don't overthink it. If you start talking to somebody, just be casual and try to have fun with it. I hate to say this, but try to have no expectations and let it come naturally. So I've been single my entire college career, and Lucas has not. And I just want to get his opinion, what it's been like having a girlfriend throughout. I think having a significant other in college, it's a really nice thing. For the most part, I would say that it's a good thing. It's someone who can be there and help you, like, figure problems out. This is a time, like, even if you're in a relationship, you're still on your own. That person can help you get through. Oh, you need to go buy a bed. Like, oh, they'll go bed shopping with you. It's like, oh, you need to work on this assignment and you got to stay focused. They can like help you stay focused. And it gives you, it definitely gives you like a, it's like, it's kind of like a guaranteed companionship. No, totally. Yeah. If you're single, it's like, well, like we recently breaking up, it's like these past two and a half weeks, I've been like, wow, what the hell do I do with my time? <laughs> I just sit in my office chair and be depressed. But you just kind of, it's like, what do I do? It's its like all my friends are busy. I've already eaten food. All my chores around the house are done. So now I'm just sitting here. No, I totally get it. It's like having that person that you can hang out with all the time or not feel bad for annoying them or bugging them or asking them to hang out all the time because... For me, I have a certain amount of friends, and it is very few of them. And so sometimes I feel like I'm being annoying if I'm like, hey, do you want to go get food? Or, hey, do you, can we sit in the living room and watch TV together? 
I can see where you're coming from where it's nice to just have that person that you can always be around and always hang out with or do stuff with. Being single in college definitely is a learning curve. Like you have to go out and meet new people and make new friends if you don't want to have a relationship. So you have people to spend time with and stuff. But being single isn't a bad thing. It's definitely different and you just have to make that effort to make friends. I think it, I think it pushes you to do that too. Because when you're in a relationship, it's like if you do have someone to consistently fall back on or if you do have someone that you can like always hang out with, I think that makes it to where sometimes you wouldn't be pushed as hard to like make a friend or like make a connection. Like if you say try and stay away from someone at a party because you're like, oh, you know, like I just want to be respectful for my significant other. For all you know, that person could have been a bridesmaid at your wedding. I mean, well, I wouldn't have a bridesmaid. But, you know, you know what I mean? It's like it's like if that's someone you ignore one time, it's like say you have a class with them and they could actually help you with homework. Bam. You didn't go out of your way to do that. Or like you sat at home on a Saturday and or like with your significant other instead of going out and like meeting new people and like building connections. It's not always a bad thing. Yeah, my best friend is going to kill me for saying this, but she just got out of a three-year relationship. And one of the things that we noticed that she struggled with in the relationship was meeting new people and making new friends. She moved to him, so she didn't have anybody down where she lived to hang out with. And we felt like that was a huge... It hindered her making friends by spending all of her time in her relationship. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but she definitely did not make any friends while she was in the relationship. But as soon as she got out of the relationship, she now has five new friends in the course of a month. We have an interruption to the podcast today. My sister just called me and she's on the phone right now. And I'm going to ask her, what is your biggest piece of dating advice for college students? Okay. Hey guys. I would say my biggest piece of college dating advice is to be understanding of how busy other people can be. So if you're like a super clingy person and want to be around someone all the time, it's probably not going to go in the best direction for you because college students are super busy. So just be understanding of the other person's time. So we're going to elaborate on what my sister just said. It's really important to recognize that college students are very busy. And if you ask somebody to hang out and they can't, just don't take it to heart because they are probably actually busy studying for a test. I feel like that's a, I mean, it's once again, like a learning curve with just, because everyone in high school, even if you're like super, super involved in high school, a lot of them happen during the day, during your school day. Whereas now it's like I was a really I didn't like high school and I didn't like any extracurriculars. So coming to college, I joined the baseball team, club baseball team, and I became the vice president of that. And then I became the president of the fishing club and I joined a fraternity and now I do uh, community service and I'm like a part of this podcast and I have classes and I have so many obligations that in high school, I could spend so much time with my significant other. And then now like something that we struggled with was just like schedules not aligning, but it is something that can like frustrate you at times, but it, it, you shouldn't, you shouldn't always let it frustrate you. Our last piece of advice today for you guys is in honor of Sexual Assault Awareness Month, we want to make sure that you're being smart and safe when it comes to sex. 
Make sure to get consent from your partner. And if you see something that doesn't look right, you definitely should say something. Um, just remember that if you're ever concerned about anything with a sexual partner, there are always resources on campus. Uh, you can go get free tests at health clinic. Remember to go get tested. For an STI. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We are glad to have you here. Make sure you go like our Instagram and follow it for more content on our podcast. Thank you for joining us and listening to all of Jessica's turmoil. So I couldn't add much to that part of the episode, but it was fun. 